Welcome back to Kickin'. I'm Sam Proof from samproof.tv. And I'm Martello from presentofthetable.net. And this is Kickin', the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live Thursdays on YouTube and find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today on the show, everything but the kitchen sink. We're going into your houses. Really? For reals? Also a little bit of kitchen sink. Also is a little bit of kitchen sink. Uh, but first, Fathom One, a modular HD underwater drone hits its funding goal of $150,000 this week and is set to hit the beaches with donators June 2017. Uh, next we have the Filigree in Shadow, a Victorian thriller from the Mysterious Package Company, where for $325 they'll send you what looks to be sort of like halfway between a murder mystery dinner and an escape room. They're at $152,000 halfway to their... $300,000 stretch goal, at which point they will include real human hair. Creepy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Even creepier, Steve Gutenberg lives! What? Steve? And? That's just it. I was kind of shocked to find out that he lived. Uh, he's making a movie on Kickstarter. Way to bury the lead. Steve Gutenberg makes movies? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, we've got the Crumb Stop, which might be the crummiest of the campaigns we're doing today. Oh, my God. The appropriate response was, oh, stop. <laughs> and that's all the jokes we have for this one. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, you got that gap between your oven and a, a counter, or yeah. your refrigerator and a counter, or uh -huh. your counter and a counter, or whatever. Uh, have inner counter gaps. <laughs> you might want to talk to someone about your... Like Amber Rose, maybe. Anyway, too soon? Um, Yikes. Yeah. So this is uh, a quick little thing that's... Uh, there to get all those crumbs from dropping down onto the floor into yeah. harder-to-reach places, I suppose. Yeah. It's I, from Kitchener, Canada, which I think is very funny. Well, Canadians are very clean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's from the kitchen of Canada. Yeah. It's the one kitchen for yeah. all the provinces. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I assume this is based on your kitchen, whether or not it's a big problem or not. Uh, I don't think we would be able to, you know, fully utilize this. I, we've got a... A rolling counter okay. sort of thing right where those things would occur. There is a little between the fridge and the other counter, but... I'll tell you what this does for me. Yeah. So, at the top of this project, they, they do like the, the infomercial style questions, right? The, do you like a clean house but hate household chores? Yes, yes I do. Do you dread the moment when you need to pull your stove out to scrub and wipe oh, the dried spills and food debris on the side of the stove, counter, and floor? And no... Because I hate household chores, I never take my stove out and you just under there. leave it until yeah. the roaches eat it all and it's go away. It's probably terrible under there. <laughs> I'm not doing it. This product is like, that's where it misses for me. I hate doing it, so I don't do it. Right. Uh, I just wonder, like, at what point does this product become so gross that you're like, well, now I have to throw this thing out. And then you just have crumbs on your floor again. Well, I mean, I think you should... You're, you should you're supposed to, like, to rinse it. it out. Yeah, 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 I get that, but... Oy. Uh, yeah, do you, have, do you have problems drinking from cups? If only there was a better way. Yeah, we're getting there with Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That, There's, that, like, a whole section of Kickstarter that's just infomercials at this point. Somebody last week on the, uh, the podcast said that Kickstarter is basically becoming infomercials. And uh, they, are, they are completely correct. Was it you? No, it was. I, I'll have to look it up later, but it was a comment left on uh, the podcast. Yeah, um, I thought you were like low key praising yourself. I thought you were just like. I'm pretty clever. No, I don't. I don't need to low key praise myself. Back that. 
yeah, this this is uh, it's thirteen dollars, uh, and that's Canadian. It's it's ten dollars American first yeah. of all, uh, which seems like a lot for it's, it's a this. bent piece of plastic. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't have one, and I don't know what they what you know fabricating it must cost something. I feel like if I had access to a three D printer, I could just three D print this. Sure. I mean, I guess the 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 bendiness it's is bent. Important. You need the plastic yeah. that bends. I don't I have 3D printers either. I don't know. I don't know what that, that filament's made of, if it's bendy or not. Yeah. I I would assume there is a variety. Mm. So you I don't know if that's like, accurate. I want some high detail stuff that's not bendy, or I just want to build a big W that I can jam into something. Yeah. Well, if you're going to jam it, it needs to be like the exact right size, right? Because as soon as it breaks, it's worthless. Well, a bendy W. Yeah. An accordion-shaped plastic. Or just a little, a bunch of little accordions, just just inner like modular ones. Yeah, you put the <laughs> mouse accordions and slide them in there. This is, uh, I could have bought this on Kickstarter, but I uh, I laid out about thirty hours worth of design work, and it's about two hundred dollars worth of three D printing. But I feel really good about this. Yeah. Um, um there they fall into the classic Kickstarter problem of too cheap a product, too high a goal. They need to get twenty three hundred dollars. Yeah, that isn't at ten dollars a pop. I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but at ten dollars a pop, yeah, that's that's crazy. They, yeah. they and they also uh, launched with more than a month. I'm not sure how long this this has been active, but it's over a month still at this point. Yeah, uh, it'll just be nearing a month when we actually get this up to iTunes, and uh, that's just it's. They're not gonna. It doesn't look like they're putting in the work to get the word around. Well, their first update was on August 30th, and... And that was the only update. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's telling you about how their, their first milestone of 20% seems to have been reached. They've, they're saying that 90% of Kickstarters that reach 20% get fully funded. I've heard that before. Sure. But only from product, projects that failed. So... <laughs> right. Uh, some of the other uses that they do show is in your, uh, your car between the seats and the gear shift or whatever, the, you know, all that, uh, under the fridge, which I feel like most fridges have a thing there. Yeah, I don't feel like there is that gap. But, uh, I maybe, maybe, you know, I mean, we had an old one where that broke, so sure, you need to replace that, I guess. Uh, there's obviously, there's no stretch goals. I don't even know what you could expect to stretch goal on this. It comes in green! Yeah, their first comment is from August 18th, so this might have been up for a while. It sounds like it, yeah. That counts from a super backer. I need to become a super backer. What's the matter, Kickstarter? How do you qualify to be a super backer? It's a mystery. Is it really? There's, there's no, uh, information out there on that? No. Well, we should look into this. That should be our next, our next, our next episode would be a... A deep dive into super backers. Yeah, uh, we'll get the scoop. Hey, <laughs> next up we have the sink scooper. Um, keep your kitchen sink tidy with sink scooper. Flexible fun for any foodie, and it stores flat. Great for composting, too. This is something that solves the age-old problem of there being food waste in your sink uh-huh. um, by giving you a giant plastic cone to fish it out with. Sure. If you don't have a garbage disposal to jam it into. Yeah. Which right. I guess might be the thing. <clears throat> sure. This is, this is from Denmark. Okay. For all I know, they don't have garbage disposals in Denmark. I... I mean, they show a, a very fancy looking sink that does... I discernibly not have one. So, yeah. yeah, I guess. Um, because that's what this really is. Yeah. And other than that... <laughs> the manual garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's use your fingers. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. I, when I first saw this, I actually didn't realize that's what it was, and I thought it was just like, I don't want to get my hands wet, but I want to rinse off my vegetables. Sure. So there you go, dual usage. Sure. <laughs> That's a colander, though. They've invented I, that. Yeah, it's a portable flat colander that, you know, you want to do. In case you had a colander on the go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're camping. You're like, wait, wait, wait. I got this. We'll make some pasta. Oh, God. <laughs> Be I careful mean, when you pour this boiling hot water onto my hands. <laughs> I was just thinking, yeah, why don't people cook pasta when they're camping? And that's probably why. There's probably not a lot of great ways to dispose of boiling, boiling water. Boiling hot water, yeah. Uh, I'm sure some diehards do. I, I, I mean, pasta is so easy and it doesn't uh, go bad. That you know, pasta probably doesn't attract a lot of animals compared to like, oh, I've got rotting food. Um, but yeah, I, they've got an insane amount of uh, stuff going on on their page. Yeah, this is a very well put together project for a very silly project. I'm also gonna note they've sold out of their early birds. Oh. Huh? But when you translate them to U.S. dollars, they're both the same price. They both say about four U.S. dollars. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, there's that. How many people? They only had ten people for the early bird? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah, this definitely feels like something that, you know, three years down the line we'll see in the dollar store. And I'll be like, ah, a dollar for that plastic? Maybe. Couldn't I 3D print this? Yes, yes, you could. I probably could. The 70 cent difference. I'm, I, I'm almost positive I could actually 3D print this thing. I As mean, opposed to that W that needs to be bendy. <laughs> this needs to be bendy too, though, doesn't it? Cause that's how you I mean, like... but it's so thin, it's almost obvious it would be bendy. Oh, sure. I've really just never interacted with anything that was 3D printed. No, yeah, I mean, m most of my experience is like just hard case things, like cases for the Raspberry Pi or miniatures. Sure. So... Um, they are going to deliver this soon. I think the delivery will sure. happen well before Christmas, probably because this looks very easy. If they have any kind of factory at all, right? I think anyone could, like any good Chinese factory, could make a million of these. Oh, in a sure. Day. I mean, this looks yeah, this looks like the easiest thing in the world to print. And actually, based on it, when it's flat, it's essentially a heart shape, which doesn't really lose too much material. You could, sure. You know, if you had a rectangular sheet of paper or whatever size this is it looks like you could easily fit eight of those in there and you know max these out pretty quickly yeah um this is never gonna fund they want twelve hundred dollars which again not a lot of money yeah but at four dollars a pop a scooper ah man it's not gonna happen uh they currently have 16 backers and uh yeah it's never gonna happen they have less than a month to go Oh, each of those backers is therefore averaged more than $10 a person. Which, which means, is weird. Um, what are they getting there? And 10 of them backed the early birds, so they only spent $4 each. So that means six, six backers spent $130. Well, that's that's close, friends. Or cheating. <laughs> well, they Two got people the... spent $8. One person spent $12. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah someone cheated. Okay. All right, 15. Someone, someone backed for 10 of them. Uh-huh. Uh, but you could still get the, uh, the, the top tier, uh, for $1,500, you get 1,000 scoopers. With your brand and color choices, oh, too. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad, actually. If you're, like, some sort of kitchen thing and uh, you need, like, a giveaway. Yeah. Like, you're, you know, you're, uh, what is that? The, the restaurant store that supplies all the restaurants with, like, you know. Sure. 
Foster to so you're like William Sonoma and you need like a giveaway. Sure. Yeah, that's not a that's not a bad that's the way to go on this is the sure. corporate angle. Yeah, but that's I mean, like if someone does that, his whole thing's funded. Yeah. And that's a good that's a good perk, honestly. Yeah. You should always have that the one off perk, like boom, funded plus I get three hundred dollars. You know, like that's a great idea. We should do our own uh, Kickstarter so we can fund this at fifteen hundred dollars and do kick in show sig scoopers. Right. To send out as, as giveaways. <laughs> well you can just PayPal us and uh, and we'll do that. But PayPal anyway. us four dollars and we'll back the six scooper, scooper, yeah. And we'll draw on it for you. Right. With Sharpie, most likely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright, next up, what do we got? This, this is the big one. The new Ferris by Kitchen Pro. A spice rack that takes up a lot of space in your counter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, most spice racks will take up a lot of space, but you can mount them, I suppose. Yeah, this one is unmountable. This is, right. in, as its name might suggest, is a wheel. It is like a Ferris wheel of spice. Containing 15 essential herbs and spices, which all come with it. Yeah. Um, which makes me a little nervous they're going to want you to buy your refills from them, but... No, I mean, you just go to the store. It's, you don't have to... You, I'm sure that little compartment opens and you just fill that tube again. And Sure, yeah, but the compartment must open. Yeah, it's got to open. Uh, I'm sure it says somewhere that it's refillable. Uh, 15 refillable glass jars. Yeah. Cynic. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will also sell you refills. Oh, probably. Because they're very into that. I mean, if they've got the spices, then yes, they would probably do that. I guess like all natural doesn't mean anything. Most spices are probably all natural. Yeah. They also I mean, are how, really into the fact that their spices have no calories, and that's also just like, that's, that's not yours. That's, that's just, just spices. Just about spices. <laughs> this water contains absolutely no fat. Fantastic. Flavor at your fingertips. Like, it's, they're a lot of like, they, they're kind of acting like they invented spices over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's like that salt campaign that we saw a while ago. But, like, they had all those varieties of salt. But really, how different could those taste? I don't know, but I still regret not going there. I am day. a little sad that you didn't get that. So yeah. I would like to know. <laughs> I want to know how different the salt stays. Talking about a salt party. <clears throat> what is this chart? <laughs> oh, oh, it's what's cuisine, what you can do with the spices. They have like a cinnamon can be used in sweet baking, West Asian cuisine, Middle see. Eastern cuisine, American cuisine, it's, European cuisine. That's what threw me off because it didn't say cuisine anywhere. And I was like, are these the people that can get these, or like that like these? Well, this chart is almost meaningless. Well, then the next chart is adjectives, <laughs> and you can see that almost all of these are earthy, and and most of them are fragrant. Yeah, almost every spice has a smell. But like then they say cayenne pepper and chili flakes are not fragrant. And right, those are, those I feel are like fragrant. I feel like that is yeah completely mustard wrong. seeds completely on board with, but. I couldn't tell you what turmeric smells like, or probably pronounce it. So there's that. They should have another column. Pronounceable? And then just... Well, no. there's another R in there. Is it turmeric? Turmeric. I don't, I don't know. I, I said it. Turmeric. 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 Guys, send us... What is this one above that? I've never even heard of that. Garam masala? It's yeah, I guess Indian. they make that in uh, chicken marsala? No, because that's marsala. So no, chicken tikka masala. Ma yeah, but there's also a chicken marsala. That's Italian. It's like wine. Yeah, this is a this is a. Uh, well, it's there should be a wine Ferris wheel so I can make that. <laughs> um, I'm sure if this does well enough and it's at three times. It's well, this is, yeah, this has done well enough. 
it is the only one out of this week's three that I believe will make it, because it has. Um, <laughs> and they still have plenty of time to go. I think they might get as far as, uh, ooh, I don't know, eight, 9,000 maybe? Well, it's one of those things where, like, because it's funded, it could catch fire, right? It could. It could get to 15. It could. But I feel like, ah, I don't know. It's not, uh, it is, you know, it does take up space. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff on Kickstarter where you're like, I like it, but I'm not going to get it because it takes up space. Yeah. Like, if they could have mounted this on the wall and had it jut out just a little to Ferris wheel... Sure. But like then, then you get to the point where like the Ferris wheel part is the least useful part of this. Yeah. Like collecting your spices is the most useful part. Sure. And then like everything else is sort of just like this isn't better than having them in a shell on a shelf. No. But you know what would be better? You get the cell robot, and then it can turn the Ferris wheel for you. It also, like, kind of limits your spice options, right? Like, I have more spices than this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have more than 15 spices. We have an entire cabinet, like, shelf. Like, the bottom of that entire cabinet is filled with spices. Yeah, that's what we used to have. I have no idea what's in there. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely more than 15, I'm sure. Yeah. Because uh, you gotta, like... Well, there's, like, all those mixed ones, like, allspice and jerk seasoning. And yeah. Whatever that crap is. Well, there's something like, they have cardamom pods in here, which I feel like I never, I have one recipe I make that needs cardamom pods. Like, yeah. I no. feel like it's a wasted spot. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you could just throw that out and put whatever you want in there. Sure. Uh, do they show, like, I, I've been looking briefly, and I don't see, like, labels on the spice jars. Am I just not getting an angle on that, or what's happening here? Uh, no, they don't seem to have them on the jars. They might be on the lids. They never really show right. a clear shot of the lids. Yeah, that would be nice to know. Um, but I guess, you know, 83 people don't care enough about what spice is in that jar. Yeah. They're pretty confident that they can figure it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it anyway. There's no close-up of lids. I wonder if there's an update or something like that. Let's take a look. They, all, they only have four updates, which is more than all the other campaigns. More than all the other campaigns combined. Combined, yeah. Not counting that Victorian murder mystery. Right. All the primary... Campaigns. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's take a quick. I got nothing. Oh, 46% funded in six hours, which is sort of a weird update. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Maybe they're just like, we're going to update it six hours no matter what. I, I mean, that's not a terrible idea. You've got to have a plan. That's not bad. Is there a picture? Uh, <laughs> Turmeric oh, is a. Oh, here we go. Rhizomatous herbaceous perennial plant of the ginger family. Oh, it's native to Southern Asia, but they also have ginger on this. So sure. Um, so get that out of there. Commonly used as a spice in Bangladeshi cuisine, Indian cuisine, Pakistani cuisine, and curries for dyeing and to impart color to mustard condiments. Turmeric. So it's 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 mostly a color for mustard. Is what you're saying? Okay. Um. Oh yeah, look at that! It, it seems to make that you see, you've seen curries are that sure, color. Yes, that seems to be turmeric. Exactly that color it is that weird orange. Yeah. Curry color. All right. <clears throat> I'm a fan of all curry spices. I, you know, I'm not. I, uh, my palate doesn't 
doesn't sort of have a muscle memory on Curry. Mm. So anytime I go into it, I have no idea what's about to happen. And it's like, I cannot... Like, there are some tastes that you can you can imagine. Yeah. I have no ability with curry to imagine that or remember it. Any kind of curry? Remember no, like... and I think that's the problem, is that it's not just like, this is what curry is, it's this, this, and this. Where it's like, oh, if I'm going to go to KFC, I know the, you know, special spice can, you know, it's going to be this, it's... Sure. You know, it, I know what it's going to taste like. I have no idea what curry is. It just freaks me out. I can't do it. Did you see that the, they accidentally published the KFC recipe? I th- yeah, I heard something about that. White pepper is apparently the secret ingredient. Oh. The secret urban spice. You guys had the spices on there. That seems oddly fitting yeah. for the white suit. I don't I don't know I didn't know white pepper was a thing. I yeah, I didn't exactly, but I feel like maybe at one point I've heard that before. I mean there's white chocolate, there's probably white everything. White peanut butter. Let's get on that. Google the first thing you get is an album. The White Pepper album? White Pepper was an album by... From the uh, Beatles? <laughs> it's not the first thing here anymore, but it's that's what you get when you like, type it into. For the Ween album. Ah, Ween! Yeah. Everybody's favorite 90s band for two months. Ground white peppers often used in cream sauces, Chinese, and Thai cuisine. Oh. And mashed potatoes, where black huh. pepper would stand out. Sure. I get that. Do you put pepper on your mashed potatoes? I don't make mashed potatoes. I mean, you, at some point you eat mashed potatoes. And I've never don't... peppered the mashed potatoes I've gotten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't... And is it because you don't like pepper in general or just on your mashed potatoes? I don't like pepper on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I put pepper on my scrambled eggs. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't do it on mashed potatoes either. I wonder if it's for that exact reason of like, eh, I want them to be mashed potatoes and not have this dirty stuff in there. Now it looks like there's dirt on my potatoes. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you for joining us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and kickinshow.com. Catch us live every Thursday, live streaming behind the scenes on kickinshow.com slash live. And you can download the podcast from iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. Find all the links we talked about in today's show on our website, kickinshow.com, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.